Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to have a look at how CEOs cope and where they go when they feel like they might need to do what we used to call in the old computer days a DOS dump, where they can just uh, let go of their concerns and their worries and their successes and all of those things and just look at if you are the top person in an organisation, where do you go that you can be comfortable, feel like it's trustworthy and free of judgment to talk through the issues that you might feel you need some extra assistance with? Before we get to something more magical, <laughs> let's look about, as a CEO, you've got a company that has in some cases, anything from a small business of 10 or um, less people, or you can have hundreds of people. The key here is to remember that you are surrounded by these people good to create a culture. This culture will then encourage participation by your employees, uh, say that it is valued and listened to. And you've got to give active signs to that and not just put words there we we hear blah, blah, blah. You need to actually practice that and let them know that they've heard, that you've heard them. And I know everybody is super busy. So this has to be practiced throughout the organization, but the CEO has to show evidence that they are listening to every corner of their organization. So you could do that by saying, okay, this idea, I like this, let's follow up on it or let's just pursue it further or let's investigate it and then let people know that. It could come from one of your direct reports, it could come from the CEO yourself as a CEO, etc. But don't forget that absolutely pool of talent that you have there that sometimes is not as utilised as I would like. <laughs> But just on that, I heard from someone in the recent past who was at a meeting where he, he is a CEO and he was at a meeting where he was proposing a particular project that would have benefited the organisation quite substantially and brought them into the 21st century very quickly. And one of the other senior people at the meeting said that never in his lifetime, and he's a, a senior person, never in his lifetime had he experienced innovation being driven by a CEO. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I guess they come in all shapes and sizes and therefore as the, the captain of the ship, so to speak, you have to show evidence that the culture is real and that you are looking for people to do that. Similarly, just on that same topic, I heard you mentioning at a meeting, Kim, we sometimes, when you're at a board of directors meeting, that is very tricky because a lot of people are there to almost be on best behavior and give the right answers because that, to me, I think, relax a bit. You're supposed to be a team working together and if there is issues there and I'm not politically naive I know all about the politics of those things you need to work on them subtly and separately but don't let that dominate how the board works mm. and how much information and input you can get from your board members remember this a lot of your board members have been CEOs in the past a lot of those board members got experience across industries a lot of those board members are board members of more than one organisation. 
granted they will be different industries so there's no conflict of interest or, or different organizations and that's fine but don't underestimate them because they come across as annoying or questioning or whatever don't let that get in the way if you again create a culture at the board level that that is valued and respected whilst being politically astute <laughs> and and not play silly politics but know that it does go on and that, that's another resource that i think can be better utilized i think it's part of the culture of an organization that engenders that trust is that the rest of the group sees that that happens at the top because yes. the, the influence comes from the top down can't expect the sense of the organization to come from the bottom up because that's just not the way you would drive an organization you, you, as the ceo and as the board of directors or a, a, on the the board you need to be exhibiting the characteristics that you want from the rest of the organization personal politics um, aside yes exactly and that they always going to be there and you need to manage them in a very professional manner the other thing is we talked in the past so i'm not going to dwell on this but again it's good to have the access to a coach a mentor or an accountability partner and yes you heard that in other places but that will help you okay they're not the people that give you the answers they are the people that will help you think aloud and in confidence get yeah, some of those politics and help to do that without get, getting into the wrong bit it's more about holding you accountable to your ideas and that and making sure that you get what you want these are other resources that will definitely will help the ceo in many ways i thought it was interesting when we were talking to nick gorman he was starting to move out of the industry that he knew into other industries and and it, i find it an interesting intellectual dilemma if you are the ceo do you look for a mentor that is within the industry or knows your industry or do you go to someone who is completely independent and have them really focus on what you're saying and bring other influences to the, the issues that you want to talk through that's really good and it's a good segue into talking about what's available in that space other than the, the individual one-on-one -on -one. now there are groups and organizations mm. there's a ceo forum and they've been established for years there's the international let me get it chief executives officer and chief financial officers and human resource officers are all come into these their own groups across industries but there is one that's international executive forum as well and those ones and you can google and find the one that's best for you that's exactly the point you you just made him that's really good because you all CEOs if you go to the CEO forum here or international and they are not the same industry so there's no conflict of interest but there's a lot of parallel learning there's a lot of things that people have talked about they tried it worked it didn't work etc i don't want to go into this topic because there's so much on it at the moment but in the four day week now it doesn't matter where you've got it and where it's that if you want to know more about this will be a perfect place to know in real terms what happens not just public uh, consumption type of media uh, stuff so in that sense that network make the time for it make the time for these organizations where you will and you it's not just there for you to get things it's for you to share things so you can all help each other and understand 
you know, somebody had that. One of them, a young CEO was, he had to do a major, major restructure. And that's hard for anyone, even if you've been in the business for 40 years as a CEO, you know, cutting the organization and reshaping it. It's not, he was able to talk with another person in a completely different industry and was able to prepare his feelings better of yeah. delivery. Yeah. Was able to continue to stay professional and human and honest and truthful, but he learned about the timing. He learned about the communication, not just telling them, but how to use, help them digest the information. These are examples that you would learn from each other. The other one that, again, one of my accountability partner shared with me was saying technology. Now, you have something that, you know, you think, oh, oh no, that's manufacturing. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? I can't see what that the relevance of that is on my organization but the more you hear the more you listen about what it was and how we got there and what benefits you can maybe adapt the idea that that to me is the biggest biggest winner for a ceo to be in touch with those other ceos this podcast is probably a perfect example of that because we come from although we worked together 30 Mm. plus years ago she said behind her hand we traveled different paths and we have worked in very, very different industries. And the people who are listening to this come from every industry you could imagine. So how do we keep the information that we're giving them relevant is by just talking about what we've done. And in terms of a, a mentor or a coach, that's exactly what you're doing. You're just talking about what you've done. Now, if you've not ever been through that process before and you're unsure about how it works... It is simply two people having a conversation about issues, much as we do here on this podcast. We give our views and then we decide after we've given our views, as you would when you are listening to us, what you will do with that information. It's, it's not up to us to give you answers. Certainly when we do the case studies, we're, we're a bit more specific. But when we're just talking about topics, we will, as you know, go just back into our own experience and talk about what worked for us, what didn't work for us, what we saw someone else do, what we've read about. And that's really the best way to surround yourself with a a cushion, if you like, to sound off about the issues that you've got at hand. The other one that I hear a lot is I work with, I work for CEOs and I work with CEOs now and I do not for one minute underestimate the level of responsibility the dedication, the long hours, etc. And the reason I'm saying that is because I want you to keep up your network. Your network, and a lot of time you're too busy, understandably busy, but make time. Make time for your network. Your network is people that you worked with or knew, whether it is to do it personally or professionally, etc. The world is small. You go in and out countries and you all know that you have. (laughs) You go work in different countries and the network gets more global. So keep in touch. Technology is very, very well available to help you do that. You can work with your own way in a sense that some of us will make a list, some of us will use the diary, some of us will whatever, whatever. Whatever works for you, make room for what about my network? Just on that, okay, time is your worst, 
from what I heard, time, time is the key, is the, the stopper, if you like, is the blocker. However, the other one, which not as strong, the other one is, oh, I feel bad, oh, I'm so busy, and then I have to go have coffee. It looks to me bad, and it looks to everyone else bad. And I'm thinking, you know, you've got to change your way of thinking on that and look at the benefits and the investment. And it's not just for you personally. The more you learn, the more you grow, and you're going to be helping others. It's not just about you. Yes, it will help you, but it helps you help others. I think, too, sometimes we prejudge what other people are thinking in that situation. You know, for the most part, if you're going out for coffee, 80% 80% of your staff will look at that and say, oh, he's going out for a while. What can we do while he's gone or she's gone? <laughs> and I think that, that we judge on a much more negative level what other people are thinking than they actually are thinking. And sometimes they're not thinking about that at all. They've got their own issues and their own focus and their own priorities that they're worried about. And the fact that you're in and out and doing something else almost doesn't register. So it's not something that I would fill my head with. What other people think is their business, not mine. Mm. And that's how I have to live. Yes. Right, just for those of you who are listening and, and the sound might have been a little bit different then, it's raining on a tin roof. So you're, getting, you're getting a very country feel to this part of the podcast. I don't want you to just be lying back listening to the rain on the roof. You should be listening to us talking. <laughs> yes, you CEOs, just remember, you've got to look after yourself. You've got to help yourself by finding other like minds listen to people that don't agree with you other ceos that maybe made mistakes the ones that made successes and you share those from different industries and that will help we hope that that has given you some food for thought for our ceos our hard-working ceos but for now i'm kim bailey she's brianna osborne and this is inside exec